All right, and right now we are joined by none other than Brendan Myers, who's going to be making the walk for the third time in just over six months at Mountain View High School. Brendan, out of Agima Jiu-Jitsu and MMA. Brendan, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. Excited to get back in the ring, uh, get another fight, and you know, hopefully get another win under the belt. Uh, so, so I got to ask you, a couple weeks ago, I think it was just seven weeks ago now, Challenger Series 4, you had a pretty legitimate injury that that was, you know, a doctor stoppage and, and ended up getting the win. But how was that process getting back? Was it an issue trying to get you licensed and back to getting in there so quickly? Um, No, after the fight, I talked to the doctor. Um, he gave me a 30-day suspension just from fighting and competing just because I did have a slight concussion. So I took about a week and a half, two weeks off after that um, just to let my brain kind of heal up um and then as soon as i finished with that little recovery process i hit back the gym started training hard um basically told dana and amy hey i'm ready to take another fight and they were like well um here's got another card on may 13th if you want to hop on let's, let's do it you know I'm, I'm all game for fighting as much as i can this year that's crazy okay so i thought you would be out for a lot longer so i was actually really shocked when i saw you on the card but i'm stoked that you're on the card how have you been feeling how has it been getting back into the gym after you know 30 days off um i think it's it, it feels good definitely feels good to get back into the gym and start training hard again um after that little break um but honestly just having this momentum to just keep you know fighting and training and keep my body up in condition um it just feels good and gives me that confidence that I need to keep on going and just moving through the weight class, moving through the division. Yeah. That that's something that I kind of wanted to talk to you about was the consistency. Like I said, when we opened up, I mean, you've taken three fights in a couple of months. I mean, I think it's just over six months. I think it's seven months that you've taken these last three fights. You've been super, super busy. How has that schedule been? Has it been kind of rigorous? Has it been tough to keep the weight down? Has What has been some of the difficulties, but also some of the good things that have come out of your consistency in fighting? Um, I think definitely some of the pros of being able to fight that often is um, being able to see the holes in my game and improve upon them in practice and know what I need to work on for the next fight and um, how to improve upon my own style. Um, but with that, just constantly being you know, in fight camp is, is pretty tough. You're always pushing yourself to the, um, to the limits and, uh, trying to keep that weight off. Yeah. It's not as big of a deal for me just cause I do walk around at like 135, 140. It's about 10, 15 pound weight cut, which isn't too bad, but overall it can be a little bit of straining on the body. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when did you, I remember after you took your first fight and you had lost and we talked after and you were kind of like, I just want to get right back in there. And then you were away for a little bit, but then you're back. And now you're kind of back on that consistent rotation. How was, was this always the plan? Like once you took that debut, was it always the plan to stay as consistent as possible? Uh, I think, yeah, for sure. I was planning on trying to fight as many times as I can. I want to um, hopefully in the future, go pro and, and fight for fierce on the pro level. Um, so for me, it's always been, not just something of like, I want to try a fight. You know, a lot of people do that. And I was like, for me, it was like, I want to be a fighter. I want to make it to the pro division, you know, make it as high as I can and as far as I can in this game. And so that's why I kind of came out with that mindset of like, I'll fight anyone, anytime, um, fight as many times as I can each year. 
and just kind of keep my uh, keep my record rolling and stay consistent with everything. What would you say that you have learned specifically over these last couple of fights? Um, definitely between the first fight with Dietrich and the second fight with Tony, I think I was trying to focus more on my mental state, being able to kind of prepare myself mentally, um, calm my nerves a little bit and try to get in the right mindset of I'm going in to fight. I got to get what I need to get done. Um, and then after I was able to kind of get that down, it was more of focusing on the techniques for each fight. Um, going in against Tony, you know, we knew he's a wrestler, so focusing on not getting taken down. Um, a lot of takedown defense, and that's basically all I drilled for my entire fight camp. Yeah. And, I mean, you did very well in the wrestling exchanges, but you also have quite the background in wrestling over at Buchanan. Is it Buchanan High School? I'm trying to remember. So over yeah, at Buchanan yeah. High School, over in Fresno, California, I want to make sure I get the, the location uh, right. Clovis, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your grappling background, a little bit about how this all started. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I started out wrestling um, out in Clovis, California, wrestled for Buchanan. Um, I basically wrestled my whole life. My parents wanted us to do sports, and so um, they were always pushing us to, you know, be out, be active. And I really hated running, so I didn't want to do any sport that involved running. And when I heard about wrestling, I was like, sign me up. I don't have to run. I don't have to do anything. But then it ended up being way more conditioning than any other sport in my life. <laughs> so that was kind of tough, but I, I really enjoyed it. I fell in love with wrestling since the beginning, and that's pretty much the only sport I've ever done my whole life. And then, yeah, went on my mission. I got home and kind of hadn't been wrestling or doing any type of grappling since my since leaving on my mission and I was kind of just going through the motions of life kind of was really bored didn't really have nothing to do so I started researching you know some jujitsu gyms MMA gyms and stuff that I could find and I went to, went around trying a few different ones and then yeah eventually ended up settling on Nagima and I think that was the best decision I could have made because we got amazing coaches amazing training partners out there that just since day one have been helping me and just getting me to the point where I am now and it wouldn't be without, you know, Dane and Court in the room and all the great training partners I've had leading up to these points. Was the goal to always go to MMA or was it like, I really enjoy being here at this gym and then you kind of transitioned into going, eh, I think I want to take a fight. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. I always grew up watching UFC and stuff with all my friends and um, I always had a desire to fight. I was never 100% sure like how to get into it or anything. So kind of was never like a real serious thing until I did join Agima and I would be coming to the jujitsu classes and then I'd see people at kickboxing. And it kind of started sparking my interest. And then there was a few times where I'd see people coming in sparring for fight team and everything like that and going to watch some of the teammates fight on their cards. And so after that kind of sparked some interest and I talked to Dave about fighting and then he said, yeah, come on train with the fight team and we'll get you ready and then yeah ever since i started going to fight team i just fell in love I'm like man i love this bro getting getting punched feels kind of good sometimes <laughs> I, I gotta tip my hat off to you brendan i've always been and i think i said this on on your first your first time making the walk but you are one of the most consistent people i've ever seen just in general at these gyms i mean i i don't know if i've ever not seen you there like 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 if i'm there to either come and visit or when i was training over there like i you were always there how much has your consistency in your training 
paid off in terms of your growth as a fighter over the years? I think I contribute a lot of that, uh, of my success and everything to the consistency. Um, a lot of times people don't realize like just coming in the gym, being there, drilling the techniques as much as you can, uh, just kind of engraves it into your mind. Um, kind of that muscle memory. And for me, it's been huge. Just like since the first day I started jujitsu, making a goal to go every single day and not miss a single day, um, has helped me a ton. And I realized just even now when I get in grappling exchanges during some fight team drilling during live roles, just kind of naturally, I know what to do. And it's kind of very instinctual for me. So contribute a lot of my success to just being consistent and dedicated to the sport. It's interesting. You were talking about that. You saw people that you, that kind of inspired you almost, I should say to, to take a fight. Do you think that there are people now in the gym, or at least I'll, I'll give you this compliment. There, there's probably people in the gym that look at you now and are like, oh, I, I kind of want to be like that. Has that, have you noticed that at all? I know that's kind of an awkward question to ask, like, oh, do people think that you're, you know, the man now? But like, do, do you see that there's people who want to get reps in with you because you've been in there and you felt, you know, the difference in, you know, just being in the practice room versus being there in the cage when it's all, you know, up for grabs? Yeah, I've definitely seen a few. I've had a lot more people coming up asking questions like just about different techniques and stuff. Oh, how do, how can I, you know, get better with my head movement while I'm sparring? How can I, you know, learn to throw this kick better? And I'm like, I'm not an expert or anything. I tell them all the time, like, hey, guys, I'm still amateur. But, you know, I try to share what experience I have and, you know, help everyone in the gym in, in their own way. And, um yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool experience, you know, seeing people um, kind of being inspired and seeing me fight and think like, oh man, like if he can do it, I can do it too. And like, that's kind of how the path I went as well, watching everyone else fight. And so, yeah, it's pretty fun. Who inspired you at that gym specifically when it came down to the decision that you did want to start taking fights? Um. And there's a handful of people there, but I think just training a lot with David Kim um, and Sula. Sula helped help me, has helped me a ton since day one. Like, I'll never forget the first time I stepped on the mat for our first, my first fight team um, sparring day. And I went out there and I was sparring with Sula and I dropped one of my hands and she just landed this clean right hand and I was a little bit rocked. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, this is real. I was like, Oh, let's get it, dude. And so, yeah, ever since that day, I mean, kind of Sula and David have really inspired me a lot, helped me um, shape my game. And yeah, I appreciate them so much for that. Yeah. I, I mean, there's so many good people at that gym and there's so many incredible, not just training partners, but also just good, good people. When you look back at your fight with Dietrich and then you look at Tony and now here with Chase Barrett, what have you learned from each fight. I remember when we talked after your Dietrich fight headed into your Tony fight, you said that there's a whole lot of stuff that you learned. And from Tony to Chase, I'm sure that there's a similar sentiment of, I have learned a whole lot and a whole lot of things that I want to change and switch up. What are some of those things? Um, I'd say after my first fight with Dietrich was pretty crazy. You know, just that debut, getting all those nerves out. Um, and I kind of rewatched that tape a million times after that and uh, my main takeaways were just 
trying to remain calm, um, stay collected during the fight and not jump on all those crazy submissions that I was trying for in that first fight. And my mind was kind of racing at a hundred miles an hour, just only thinking about submission the whole time. So definitely going in to fight Tony after having that kind of mindset of remain calm. You know, I worked a lot on my striking after that. I noticed when I was fighting with Dietrich, I didn't really have my guard up as much and he was able to slip a lot of punches through there. Um, so going into fight with Tony, I had a lot better, higher, tighter guard. Um, I stayed a lot more calm and collected. I was able to counter strike and strike off of his, um, off of his takedown attempts. And then, yeah, just that triangle kind of fell right into place during Tony's fight. And I thought I had it. I started squeezing really hard. And then end of the first round, my legs were kind of shot and I was, I was feeling a little bit. So definitely main takeaway from the fight with Tony was work on my cardio and, and, uh, not focus so much on squeezing the submission if I have it super tight already. So how has your cardio kind of been improved? Cause similar to like you were saying earlier, you were like, I want to do wrestling because I don't want to run. Do you find yourself yeah. that you have to do a little bit more of that now that you're actually in fight camps and things like that? Yeah, definitely. When I'm in fight camp, I am trying to push the cardio a little bit more. Um, I'm usually working Tuesdays and Thursdays or cardio days where I'll be doing a nice, you know, high intensity training circuit. And then um, Monday, Wednesday and Fridays are kind of not as much cardio focused, but still throw some cardio in there um, and mainly focus on my technique. But I think my cardio will be, be good for this fight and I'll be able to, you know, last the whole three rounds if necessary. Yeah. I mean, we we're really looking forward to it. You're facing another debuter in Chase Barrett. Last time you faced a debuter was your debut yourself against Dietrich Jessup. What are you looking forward to facing someone like Chase? A little bit of a difference in body type versus who you faced in the past. Chase Barrett standing six feet tall. He's going to be contracted to make 125 pounds. We'll see how that one how, how that how that one goes. But what are you looking forward to against Chase Barrett? Yeah, I mean, obviously the size difference. Uh, definitely, when I first uh, heard about that, I was a little bit shook. I was like, "Wow, six feet tall!" I was like, "Dang." Um, so I just rallied up all the big guys in the gym, and I was like, "Hey." My opponent's six feet tall. I need some help from you guys. And <laughs> they were all super helpful. And so we've been working a lot this fight camp of just staying either out of range or closing the distance as fast as I can. Um, and just really working at the end of my range and not not staying at the end of his punches. And because he's going to have a lot more advantage with that reach. So, um, yeah, looking forward to getting a new body, getting a new feel of how it is to fight someone a lot taller than me. Um, and hopefully, you know, game plan is get him to the ground and work some of my jujitsu game, let y'all see what it is. So you walk out with the Brazil flag, you've got the Brazil flag behind you. And I think myself, along with other people have always, you know, considered that maybe you served your mission in Brazil or something like that. But could you actually tell us the, the real reason behind why you walk out with that Brazil flag every time you fight? Yeah. Um, so my mom born and raised in Brazil in Natal up in the Northeastern part. Um, so just for me being able to represent Brazil and kind of, you know, show a little bit of that love for my mom, uh, means a lot to me. And you know, we've been back a few times. I've been back and visited and been in Brazil a handful of times and I just love it. So try to represent my culture and represent for all the Brazilians out here in Utah and, you know, put Brazil on the map. 
Have you ever gotten the chance to train out there in Brazil? I have not. I really want to. Um, I'm actually going back this December. So I want to go out there and find a good gym to train at while I'm down there for, for Christmas this year. So last question from me, how many more times do you think we see you in the cage this year? How many more times do you think you're going to be, be fighting before, before we close up shop for 2023? Well, that's a good question. Depending on how all the fights go, man, hopefully I can get in here as many times as I can. Um, I set a goal at the beginning of this year. I want to fight at least four times. Um, so we're already here at number two for the year. So hopefully another two, possibly three, you know, maybe get a run at the belt and see how it all goes down. All right. You bring something up. So it's actually not my last question. I do want to ask you about that. When you see your trajectory, how many more fights do you think that you need to win before you are up for contention of the belt? You face Tony Garcia, you face Dietrich Jessup, two guys who have been very active as well in the fierce flyweight division. We'll have to see how Chase Barrett looks. But how many more fights do you want before you think you would be ready for a championship belt? Um, I think ultimately it's up to, up to the promotion just whenever they feel I'm ready. But I think... Definitely another, you know, after this fight, maybe another two fights, and then I think I'd be ready to fight for the belt. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people have been talking, saying they want to see a rematch between me and Tony. And there's been talks about rematches with me and Dietrich, and I'm open for everything. So whatever fight comes my way, I'll willingly take it and put on a show. Well, the fierce flyweight division is definitely stacked at the top between you three, as well as many other newcomers coming in. We cannot wait to see what the rest of this year looks like. And we can't wait to see Brendan Myers as well as Chase Barrett making the walk in just a couple of weeks. Brendan, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys.